Welcome to Side Talks, the podcast, the podcast about cinema, where we talk about movies, all things movies. Yep. There's only about five podcasts in the entire world, and this is number six. Yeah. And, and none of those other five talk about movies. They're, they're all about I don't Stuff. Know, cooking, cooking, true crime, murder and people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm the creative director for Sidewalk Film Festival and Cinema. And I'm Corey Kraft. I am a true criminal or something. Yeah. In in preparation. Yep. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. Five-minute fight. What are we fighting about, bitch? Brad, start the timer. I just breathed in so I could heavily sigh (sighs) into the microphone about this. Uh, you have come today to fight about Steven Spielberg's 2002 science fiction action uh, modern classic, Minority Report, starring Mr. Thomas Cruise. Um, Rachel, this is a great <laughs> movie. No. Uh, a terrific summer blockbuster that totally entranced me as a child. Uh, it's based on the work of Philip K. Dick, one of the great sci-fi writers okay. of the 20th century. But it is a propulsive film noir-esque action take on this subject matter with a killer supporting cast and amazing special effects. Why the hell don't you like this great movie? Minority shitport. Um, it's t- fucking terrible. Let's start from the beginning. Let's just start with the opening. Do okay, you, that I, amazing is, opening no. scene where Samantha Morton is in the tank oh. and the camera like pans up from her uh. eye and she's like, murder. <laughs> Let's start before that. Okay. Let's start in the the very first few minutes of this thing, which first of all, you've acknowledged that you were a baby when you watched this and you like baby yeah, stuff. Yeah, but a, you were baby a baby with taste. No, a, ba- a baby with baby's taste. Okay, this thing <laughs> opens up and it's so dated. It's got this like the muted color palette yeah. and it's the frame rate. Uh-huh. And it's like, it, you know what? It, it's the equivalent of what, you know, one of those reenactments on, uh, you know, one of these murder shows. Ah, it's but we so see bad that it is a reenactment because it's broadcast from and the brain of these uh, precogs. It's exactly, and it's terrible. It doesn't matter mm. if that's the reasoning. It looks so fucking stupid. And then we get to her in the water, and it, yeah, it's man, and it's so stupidly dramatic. No, it's cool. It's, it's great. The, it's not cool. It's, it's super it's, cool. Oh my god, it's the opposite of cool. And that's <laughs> I think that's part of the problem. And then you also like everything. Like I think you're supposed to come into this thing. Like from the minute it starts, it's like, oh my god, look how cool it is! So cool when it's not. It's the opposite of cool. It's very stupid. And then you've got Mr. Thomas Cruise, like as if he's a you know. I get this little like orchestra director. Like, yeah, it's amazing. It's so cool. He wears the gloves and he moves stuff around this like clear computer. It's embarrassing level. It's embarrassing level. Awful. I see that we we just have an incompatible sense of what is cool because if that is not cool, I ask you what is. If a shitty frame rate, muted colors that look like a reenactment in a Lifetime I'll, movie I'll with Thomas Cruise. that I, the, the cinematography might be out of style, but that's the great Janusz Kaminski there. And I, I really like the way it's shot. It's noir-ish. If that's cool, in addition to Thomas Cruise standing there with all the attitude and big dick energy that he brings in the room that is not called for, <laughs> and moves stuff around with his hands, and into, like he's an orchestra director, like it's so it's embarrassing. The point level. is, he thinks he's this invulnerable badass cop who gets brought down to size when he is falsely accused of committing a murder at some point in the future. Future Sporting sporting cast is great. Max von Sydow, great. Colin Farrell, great. Lois Smith, great. 
Um, Tim Blake Nelson showing up talking like this is amazing. Peter Stormare, great. There's a whole sequence where Tom Cruise has to chase an eye down a hallway. What is not to love about this? And, and I'm talking a human eye rolling down I a hallway. I feel like I can just let all that speak for itself. It's so also, good. You know, what about the just uh, the massive amount of product placement? It's like watching one giant advertisement. True, it's but, really but, it, gross. but it's also it's a comment really on gross. product placement, right? It's about how invasive future oh, technology I'm has going become. I'm to comment to, on product no, placement but while I dip point. my hand into the fucking Lexus bag hey, and take out $300,000 for one second on film. Make that Bullshit. money, Stephen. Make that money, Stephen. But it, it serves as a commentary Corey. on that commercialism, too, it because those... It yes, it can. It, it certainly can. It absolutely can. Yes, it can. You cannot take the check from Lexus and also comment on product placement at the same time our levels if you're are so fucking, fucking off Steven right now Spielberg you can do that because oh, he's making gross, a comment Corey, on it gross you just lost this argument absolutely oh, everything not got lost what right a there. specious I can take the money and also comment on them I mean what you in the certainly world? can that's, oh, okay. that's called that's that's called you know a little are, are the Rolling Stones punk rock Oh, what are you talking this about is that's not, that's not that. the equivalent this is the equivalent of that no it is no it's not also, this loses all the magic of a Steven Spielberg film. Like that's the other thing is like it's mm. Steven Spielberg. It's Steven it's Spielberg doing something hokiness. new. It's Steven Spielberg doing something Ugh. new. It's, and, it, it, mm. new isn't always good. It's Steven Spielberg. It is when it's with, It's Steven Spielberg with all of the hokiness, with all of the weird sentimentality, but minus the magic. It doesn't have all of the sentimentality. I'll give well, you the ending. Well, it's got some of it. Okay, it has the ending. Has and the some. ending. I mean, that's yes, that holds a lot of weight there in the sentimentality world. But it it doesn't have the magic. It doesn't have the beauty of like an ET, right? Well, no, it doesn't have the magic or beauty of an ET, but it's not trying to be magical or beautiful. It's trying to be a film noir sci-fi action movie. Ugh. It's trying to be Blade Runner. It's like say a Blade Runner doesn't have the magic of ET. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, It doesn't have the product placement of it either, but oh, it's speaking against it. Blade Runner has that big Coca-Cola billboard. Ooh, this got heated. I like how the product placement was the one thing that just destroyed Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, a minority shipboard. Oh man. Um, okay, so I'm gonna say Corey gets a thousand bonus points for that impression of the girl saying murder, and also Rachel's impression sounded like a sheep. So also a thousand bonus points to her. Um, Corey gets let's say twenty thousand bonus points for the phrase and for getting to the <laughs> for saying an incompatible sense of cool because uh, he really just got to the root of the problem here. Um, I'm going to say that Corey wins because I also think it's cool. I mean, it's future crimes. I mean, that's just cool. <laughs> and uh, chasing a human eye down a hallway is very cool. Rachel's opinions are cool, but Corey's opinions are just, just a little bit cooler today. Um, can I also <laughs> just get like a million emails right now from folks who are going to disagree with the fact that you can take product placement money while also commenting on product placement? Like this is nuts. This is a nuts philosophy. That is not. That is not nuts. That's uh, subversive, and I don't think anybody could get booth, away with Brad? it. But uh, Spielberg. But um, but you know, you can do it. Brad, can we get some somebody? Just go pull somebody off the street. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Retractions. No wind chime for that. No, no. Sad, sad, sad time. This is a very small one. Okay. But I screwed something up 
because you know retractions, aka Rachel fucks something up. Um, yeah, what but else like, is new? You know, it's fine. It's okay. It's all right. We'll, no, you're not going to jail. I'm gonna live to tell. It's a Madonna reference because the <laughs> the film that I messed up was Who's That Girl? Uh huh. Who's That Girl? Um, and directed by James Foley from the year 1987. Thank you for the memory. Um, I mentioned that the cat in the film mm-hmm. was a big cat. Um, and first of all, it's a cougar, specifically oh, a cougar, yeah. which, is, which is a big cat. Uh-huh. But I just wanted to I wanted to clarify that. But I also mentioned that the cat's name was Louie. My cat's name is Louie. I have a I have a kitty and R.I.P. had a kitty named August. And yeah. I have a kitty named Louie after the Lumiere brothers. So I went there with in my head with it. But the cat's name is actually close. Uh-huh. But it's Murray. Yeah, you know. Louie Murray, but the kitty's name is Murray. The cougar in the film's name is Murray. That's a cute name for a cougar. It also does have a big, very large, like, um, sort of diamonds are a girl's best friend necklace thing around its neck, oh. uh, and and is pretty. So, anyway, so it really is just like a bringing up baby. Riff. Totally, total, oh. totally referencing that. So, um, yeah, that's that's the retraction. It's just, I mean, who wants to get that cougar's name wrong and who's that girl? So it's Murray. So you are hereby absolved Thank you. of your crimes. Forgiven. Um, I, I like it. Uh, I, at least for me, the listeners may hold this against you forever. But for me, as far as I'm concerned, you're, you're Thank in the you. clear. I, I, I feel better now. Retraction. And now, fast film terms. It's time for fast film terms. What? Yeah, I got a couple for you. All right, let's hear it. This one's cute. It's called an inky. Do you know what an inky is? It's one of the ghosts that chases you in Pac-Man. <laughs> I think it is actually a blinky and inky, uh, but it's also the name of a light. Okay. So this is a, a, a you know another piece of from the GNE Griffin electric truck. Um, it's one one of the smallest uh-huh. little focusing spotlights that you can get, um, and so it's useful for tabletop photography. So when you're shooting you know stuff for a catalog, yeah. Or, uh, online, you know, oh, I got to, you know, baby gap shoes. So <laughs> something, tabletop photography, but also for close-ups of people, small objects, sure. and so on and so forth. And it's usually around 100 to 250 watts. It's called an inky. Okay. That's an unusual name for that. It also goes by other names depending on the manufacturer of it. I got but, you. Um, but yeah, inky is, is pretty common. Okay. And then in this in a similar vein, um, what's a lamp? Well, it's a it's a light emitting uh, machine. Yeah, you, into you, which you plug a light bulb. That's how we know it. But in the film world, a lamp is actually the bulb, right? So <laughs> that you, seems counterintuitive. It, it does, but you don't call it a bulb; you call it a lamp. Um, and so, was what we normally call a light bulb is a lamp. It is a little bit different. And, and if we're going to give it a full definition, it's an envelope that contains a filament. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So that gets really official, uh, but you know it's it's rated uh, in terms of the wattage they yeah. draw, and it's also they tend to look a little different. Certainly, you're starting to see this now, like and like probably in your loft, but in my loft, some of the some of the bulbs, uh-huh. quote unquote bulbs, are actually lamps. They're like little tiny things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got some LED things that um, simulate that. Yeah. So these are more high end. Back in the day when I was in film school, if we blew one of these, it was like thirty, forty dollars. Sure bulb lamp um but you can't touch them with your fingertips because they get the oil from your fingers and it'll cause them to blow up so they are they are a little bit different than the typical light bulb but um in 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 the world of lighting on a film set a lamp is is just that that's very interesting i had no idea of any of this yeah that's uh fast film terms Thank you for listening. But before we go, here's another thing about Minority Report. Are you believing this? No, I'm kidding. Even? I'm kidding. Okay. We're done. 
Ugh, ugh, I'm sorry, I had just a slight <laughs> heart attack. I don't think I can talk about this film ever again. It's also, oh, here's another thing about it. It's two hours and 15 minutes, and it should be an hour and a half. Okay, well, anyway, we're your own personal cinematic R2-D2 and C-3PO. Uh, check us out. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're clearly getting along that well. Um, <laughs> check us out at sidewalk uh, sidewalkfilm.com. Uh, I think that the film is exactly as long as it needs to be. Uh, and on social media at... Um, uh, Wait, did I get that wrong? I was so con- I was so intent on saying another thing about Minority Report. You were just you were distracted by product placement. Sidewalkfest.com at Sidewalk Film on social media. I was distracted by the runtime thing. That's what I was distracted oh, by. Oh, and thanks to Batwell Studios who put up with bullshit like this. <laughs> and and yet it's still listenable uh, by the time you're hearing this. <laughs> Um, Thanks to them, not to us. Right. And another thing about Minority Report. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.